and welcome to the Beautiful You, Beautiful Me, Beautiful Us podcast. This podcast is an attempt to help discover what is that beautiful gift that God gave you to give to the world. Thank you for joining me as we go diving for beauty from the inside. Episode number five, you are what you think, the mind versus the brain. Aim, to discover the difference between the mind and the brain. Are they the same? How do they affect our lives? Is it true that you are what you think? The mind versus the brain. Here's a story from many decades ago, but its principle still applies to many of us today. Do you remember one of the famous statements from the classic movie, The Wizard of Oz? If only I had a brain. Do you remember who said it? Yes, you're right, the scarecrow. Well, the scarecrow could talk, but he couldn't make up his mind about anything. He believed that what was in his head was worthless, only straw. He believed he was a failure because he couldn't even muster up one thought. And he totally lacked self-confidence. And so he journeyed along with the other characters with their specific requests to the land of Oz in search for the Wizard of Oz. Scarecrow requesting a brain. Well, the good news is that we are not like the scarecrow with our head full of straw. No substance. Well, so he thought. He wanted to think freely and wanted to be able to make decisions for himself. But in the end, the wizard, even though his request was for a brain, the wizard actually didn't give him a brain. Why? Because he already had one. And all he needed was encouragement. And once he got that encouragement or approval, validation from the wizard telling him that he actually had a brain, immediately his confidence was built up and he started thinking for himself. OMG, oh my gosh. The scarecrow was looking for the actual physical brain which was already in his head, which he thought he didn't have. He was looking for his brain. Why? Because his mind wasn't functioning. So he thought. This may have been many decades ago, but its principle still applies to many of us today. Today in December 2020, many are still looking for someone to validate us or build up our self-esteem, that extra push or encouragement, yearning for someone to believe in them as well. I'll call them the Scarecrows of 2020, because many of us have lost our focus or can't see the potential within us, especially being in the current COVID-19 pandemic. Many really have lost focus, given up, stressed due to how it has affected our world. Sometimes it takes others to point it out to us. Even now, many discoveries have been made that would not have been made if it had not been for the pandemic amidst of all the losses. Once we recognize the discovery, invention, skill set, then we have that aha moment. 
you are now motivated or things are activating within. What a great discovery, the Scarecrow experience. And here's another story from many decades ago. The story, The Little Engine That Could, is where the little engine who felt determined to take Christmas toys over the mountain is where believing in yourself pays off. The little engine famous quote, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, is still popular among children reading stories. I might include adults as well. The important part of this story is that the little engine did just what he thought. The little engine kept believing in himself, even while seeing all the other large and fully equipped and fancy engines pass by him. He kept on going. He kept on moving, saying, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can until he made it to his destination. Oh my gosh, what a journey. He did just what he thought. You see, you are what you think. You see, we all have a destination, somewhere to go, something to do. Well, we can fall into either one of these characters, the scarecrow, or the little engine. But their roles are reversed. The scarecrow didn't believe in himself and needed someone to point out his potential. But the little engine did believe in himself and persevered even through his obstacles of being a small engine. But he kept speaking life. Both of these are good examples. It puts me in the mind of Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ. As I discussed in and always referred to in episode number one, the birthing process, I mentioned that God designed you and had your blueprints before you were even created. This episode will take us a little deeper into the specific design of your brain and the mind, which is included in the process by the master designer, God himself. Yes. The mind versus the brain. So what are they? Let's start with the brain. The brain, it is the most important part of the central nervous system, which directs our body. This is a huge responsibility for the brain. It is physically located in the head and protected within the skull. The brain weighs and averages 1.0 to 1.5 kilograms and is composed of neurons anywhere from 86 billion to 100 billion. It is made of special cells called nerve cells. It's not a muscle or a joint, not even straw, which the scarecrow thought he had. It is a bulb-like cell body that is attached to a long hair fiber, similar to a wire, that carries tiny little electrical signals of information that tells our bodies what to do. Basically, 
The brain is a bunch of nerves. They are gray and white and a little pink in color and feel similar to tofu. Just wondering, have you ever felt tofu? Well, as I mentioned in an early segment, in the birthing process, the womb, of course, that's how the brain is created. That's how it got started. Within six weeks in the womb, developing from the neural tube, the brain will continue to grow into birth. The brain in the womb is responsible for certain actions like breathing, kicking, and heartbeat. By 28 weeks, fetal brainwave activity features sleep cycles, including REM sleep, where dreaming usually occurs. You see, the brain is working, even in the womb. The brain is the center of our thoughts and control our movements. It receives signals from the outside world and sends messages to the body. It consists of three parts, the cerebellum, the cortex, and encephalic trunk. The cerebellum controls balance, movement, coordination. It's why you walk straight without falling. The cortex is the outermost layer of our brain, which consists of neurons, a type of intercollect cells that gives information generated by our nervous impulses. If it's cold outside, then it's a signal to the body to put a jacket on. Vice versa, for when it's hot, it tells you to take the jacket off. The encephalic trunk, it connects the brain to our spinal cord starting from the neck down to the lowest part of our back. Now it controls breathing, digestion, and pumping blood. This is the part of the brain that is really working hard. And the brain also has two hemispheres, each with four lobes. The left hemisphere is in charge of calculating, reasoning, and speech. This is where you learn. And the right hemisphere is in charge of creativity. This is where you create to get those creative juices flowing. Ephesians 2 and 10 says God created you to do amazing things. And that's where music and art comes in. There's an interesting fact that I did not know. That the left hemisphere controls the right side of the body and the right hemisphere controls the left side of the body. Very interesting. Each hemisphere has four lobes, which controls planning our actions and controlling our emotions, giving meaning and receiving information from the senses, face recognitions and memory, processing visual information. As you see, the brain is very important to our bodies. It controls us. There are things and ways that we can help our brain process and perform better, but I will discuss that a little later. So let's move on to the mind. The mind. The mind, on the other hand, is a person's intellect. The mind is the powerhouse to who you are. It is not physical, but it is tied into the brain tissue. It's where the mind lives. It's the element of a person that allows them to be aware of the world and their experiences, to think and to feel the faculty of consciousness and thought. 
The mind is considered as a pure vibrating energy. The mind deals with thinking, conscious aspect, with motion, judgment. The mind stores information into our memory. We have over 60,000 thoughts in a day. Your thoughts control your life. When compared to a computer, the mind can hold 2 million bits of data, but can process a million times more. The mind controls the brain. The mind operates in the housing of the brain. As I stated earlier, it's where the mind lives. The mind can perform an estimated quadruple operations. That's amazing. What is making your blood flow? The mind. What is making your heart pump? The mind. What is maintaining your body temperature? The mind. The mind is powerful. The mind is the boss of the brain. There are differences. The brain is physically a bunch of nerves in the skull that stores the thoughts of the mind. The mind is the boss of the brain. Your mind can make your body feel what the mind thinks is happening. Whatever you hold in your mind is what you think. It's what you are attracted to in life because you took the time to store it there. Either by your own thoughts or someone else's thoughts. The fact is, it is being stored. So what are you holding or storing in your mind, which has become your center of attention and what you are attracted to? Maybe someone told you that you would never be anything Maybe you actually believe that. Well, it just got stored. Remember the brain stores what the mind sends to the brain. So now you drop out of school, have no hope for life. You've just become a statistic. Or maybe someone told you that you were ugly. No one will ever like you. Then you look in the mirror and you believe that lie. Then you speak it. It just got stored. And so you go on in life feeling like the most unattractive being ever. But I want you to remember who created you. God himself. His opinion is what only matters. So when someone comes along, you immediately reject him or her. Who could very well be the one. There are many examples like, I am weak, I am dumb, I'm too tall, I'm too short. What good am I here? Why was I created? Our thoughts create us. You really are what you think. We must be careful what we allow to enter or sink into the back of our minds because 
what we think can affect our immune system, affecting our health. Did you know that your mind can contribute to illnesses? It has been shown that stress on the body can cause heart attacks and strokes, among other issues. When you hold on to a negative memory, it kicks off the biochemistry of cortisol hormones in our blood, causing health issues. If you fear something from the past, or maybe the present, it kicks off anxiety. The mind senses trouble and the body responds. Unresolved fatigue means less production due to a deeper unresolved issue in the mind affecting your body is just one of the symptoms. Being irritable, rest, restlessness, unable to concentrate, can't sleep, worrying, joint pain, stomach aches, you get rashes or, or pimples. Nightmares can also cause your body to react to something going on in your mind. Heart start racing and pounding and you wake up out of your sleep. Patterns of thinking dictates what we should believe. So what are you listening to? Are you speaking positive words? A lot of times we focus on the wrong thoughts. Positive thoughts have higher frequencies and negative thoughts have lower frequencies. Gossiping actually shows that gossip comes from hurting thoughts. You are what you think. So tell me, are they the same? The brain and the mind. And where will we be without them? And how can we help them stay healthy? The first question, are they the same? It depends on who you ask. They both live in the place inside the skull, but they have different functions. The brain, without the brain, we would hurt ourselves because we couldn't be able to function physically. The mind, on the other hand, Without the mind, we wouldn't know how to function. The brain waiting on a signal or message from the mind. End result, chaos. So what's your answer? Well, we know for sure that they are both needed to make you function. So how can we help them stay healthy? The brain, eating healthy foods, Rich in omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, B6 and B12s, iron, copper, and zinc, and such foods that have these in them are nuts, avocado, kale, spinach, salmon, eggs, green tea, berries, seeds, bananas, sweet potatoes, tomatoes, dark chocolate, and dry beans. Getting Plenty of sleep also helps them. You need a good night's rest. A lifestyle of exercise also helps them remain healthy. 
Lots of reading, lots of reading. Solving riddles and puzzles. Challenges the mind. Math challenges. Wow, these all stimulate the brain. This is the physical brain in action. And if you take some of these tips that we just said or eat some of those healthy food, it can have a long lasting effect on the brain. Now the mind, we have to change the way we think, but it can be changed. Certain things you can do, you can close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. Just refocus. Focus on something that you want manifested and be very detailed about it. Manifest it out loud. State it with authority. Identify the emotions you feel after stating it out. How are you feeling? Are you feeling happy or strong? Say this is my new truth and my new reality. Declare it to be true. The mind and the brain will get to work to make it happen. And state this every day. You will see changes in your mental and physical health. Philippians 4 and 8 tells us how to think. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So get those affirmations going because you need them in everything you do. And the more you repeat them, it starts to get the mind's attention until it becomes priority and becomes important enough to change your behavior. Because, because you really are what you think. So, let's take some time to examine ourselves. Of course, there are negative things that you may not like about yourself or a situation. But we are only focusing on the positive, or I like to say the beautiful things. Beautiful you. Believing if we focus on the positive things, then maybe it can override the negative, forcing negativity to lose its power and not dominate our minds, resulting in a healthy brain and mind. And as I stated earlier that I believe during COVID-19, a lot of discoveries were made and still can be made, even though it's the end of the year. Speak life to the mind and the brain will follow. Your brain was designed by God, but only you can put the right things into your mind. Push and block out the negativity. Give it the hand. Keeping a healthy and positive mind and brain can help others and yourself way beyond you could ever think because you are what you think and others will know it. Discovery moment. Now that you've discovered how important the brain and the mind, along with their differences and how they function, you should have realized that we can't have one without the other. Both are needed for the best overall health. 
God created you that way. So let's make God proud by using them to show off God's amazing creation as we continue to die for beauty from the inside. My beautiful you, beautiful me, and beautiful us, friend and family. <laughs>